Yeah, I was I was saying that I had a wonderful conversation with Angela Pucha, uh, who has a YouTube channel called Angela's Symposium, and she she dresses up like this gothic chick, um, and she 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 knows everything about kind of all of the different pagan subcultures. Um, you know, uh, she's Italian. I had a great conversation with her about all the different you know bizarre movements that that are that are sort of opposed to christianity or that are you know in, in the in the culture she comes from italy and she was talking about paganism in italy things like that oh wow mm. um so i was it made me sort of reflect on um this dynamic between the the monoculture or the monotheistic cultures and the let's say what happens you know in contrast to those or as you know uh, un, uh underground or hidden or and there's a lot how of does she do that i mean it seems like a balancing on. act that she's like an academic on one side and then she has like this goth kind of attitude but it always you know like it seems like a how does she juggling that well yeah that's what that's what i asked her and what's interesting so i don't know i assume she's a practitioner of some sort but she doesn't speak about her own practices she sticks within the academic uh, or the, let's say, yeah, the analytical approach to them. Like she tries to be as objective uh, as, as possible when speaking about them. On the other hand, yeah, the, the contradiction is she has this very artistic YouTube channel where she, she dresses up and and uh, in, in all these sort of goth costumes and and uh, with graphics. And and so there's a, there's a, a, a theatrical component to what she does as well so i i thought that i thought that it, it that's that's kind of it seems like a paradox and she said no no it's not it's it's you know act, academia should be fun and and uh, not uh not uh, not boring mm. so I, in, in a way i think she's she's sort of like uh, ahead of her time in terms of presenting academia as entertainment as well as academia in other words um, seducing and titillating people with um, information, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's where where school and academia come together, which was Marshall McLuhan's whole point way back in the sixties and seventies that that most education exists outside the classroom these days. Yeah, it's also profilicity, you know, and profile building and a performative aspect that no doubt, yeah. Um, that I mean, I mean. It, catches the eye because it's so unusual but i think we're all doing it kind of way you know it's like uh, having this infotainment uh this for sure kind of stance where we where, where we kind of profile doing doing the profile building <clears throat> yeah and she's very good at it i mean she has huge amount of viewers and then you look at it and you think oh this is something kind of entertaining or fun and then and then she's dispensing with pretty decent um analytical academia um that was very nice to talk to to talk to somebody who was who was very clearly rational uh talking about this this irrational this these irrational eruptions of, of culture or what we would consider to be irrational i wouldn't even i don't know if i would say that but but uh, but uh, these sort of just very expressive, explosive aspects of, of pagan culture.
like like what for example well she talks about wiccan for example she talked about witches and uh, wiccan is a new religion that was invented in 1950 and, and alistair crowley helped invent Wic wiccan which changed mm -hmm. the perception of what we, we think of witches as being something positive so suddenly instead of witches being some some negative kind of thing that the, the witchcraft turned into some positive regenerative culture you know thing mm -hmm. uh, um you know which of course leads to a lot of flaky new age, new age stuff but but they're they're interesting phenomena to to um analyze right why people are being witches today in our high why is that society well, I think because I think because we we've been in a very literate culture for so long, a very monolithic culture so long, and for in a very sort of uh, bland and and dull and dogmatic culture, that that all of these are sort of sort of these are sort of uh, I guess a, a monotheistic culture. I guess it's the integration of polytheism within that culture and the need for polytheism, they need to have many gods, multiple expressions of existence. You know, what, what, whether, whether it's, it's cultic or, 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 or whether it's, I mean, I don't think if you look at Christianity or Judaism or any other religion, it's the same business as things happening in, in paganism, you know, there's, there's cults and then there's, there's the more authentic ones and there's, you know, mm. She also is an expert on, you know, on Crawley and the Thelmites and magic and chaos magic and, and that kind of thing. Mm. So uh, everybody has their thing, isn't it? Everybody has their thing. Yeah. I was wondering why that is, you know? Yeah. Why don't, why don't we just choose the best thing or one thing or why do we have to have a, such an idiosyncratic um, aspect? I'm, I don't know. Um, it's like I, it's so funny because I, I was uh, editing this book and this book uh, and the woman, which is a psychologist. I think I mentioned this before. She was like railing against the patriarchy, right? So yeah. that the book is is mostly it's very good, right? But then in the last quarter of the book, she it, it, it gets somewhat political, right? And then she starts uh, going off of the patriarchy. And I was like thinking about about the patriarchy, you know, because that's her thing. Yeah. No. So, so, and I was like, okay. So, first of all, that's a theory, right? Mm. It's it's not a proven thing. It's not it's not real. It's a it's a theory, and it's a it's a theory that is like very well. Um, it's 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 there's no no consensus about that theory, and then you have like it's not a general theory. It's, it's a feminist theory, you yeah. know, like an unproven feminist theory, and the idea is that there's always a kind of power structure between men and women there, always. And of course, it's unprovable because, first of all, you can't analyze all possible relationships between men and, and female. And uh -huh. secondly, that's not the reality. You know, most, most relationships that, uh, you know, it's a cooperation between... The guy seems to be in control, but he's really not, you mean? The what? the man seems to be in control but really he's being no, he's he's not really in control no but it's a system of cooperation that's why yeah, we're here yeah, you yeah. know it's not a system of oppression if, yeah. if it would be a system of oppression like like the theory purports then the 
society would look completely different. Well, there are systems of oppression, no doubt. I mean, Saudi sure. Arabia and you know, and, and places. Yeah, no, like but that, let's where talk women about are, women are put in bags, and and so I, I get that, but. No, even in the West, I mean, I see that, and there's like lots of horrible stuff that's going on between between men and women. So that's yeah. that's not the issue. The issue is the theory, and then then you have, you know, and we talked about this. What happens from the psychoanalytical kind of viewpoint is that man becomes the other, and it's like a reinstitution of of the God image. You know, the man, mm. the the big. Old Testament like God that that is oppressing like everybody, um, but in the end, and I found it very funny. It's just an argument or meme why which justifies for a woman being angry with men. That's what yeah. the idea. Yeah, of that's right. It, it is a, well. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. It's like okay, we criticize the patriarchy. Why? Because you're angry at your dad. Right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something like that. Often people's motivations are 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 suspect, uh, you know. And I'll, I think all of our motivations are suspect. I'm sure most of my motivations are are pretty suspect, probably. You know, of course. Uh, maybe maybe I'm I'm angry at my mom, so so I'm you know I'm going to become a, 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 a an incel or something. I don't I don't know what, but I'll become anti 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 men or anti women or anti whatever because of my psychology. Right, um, not not because there's some truth there. Yeah, I think that's what you're saying, right? No, I'm saying it's like what it is. What patriarchy is is an argument, is a justification justification of men being angry, women being angry with men because yes. of the patriarchy. Yes, and and why aren't why aren't you saying okay, let's have a nice matriarchy side by side, a nice patriarchy. In other words, powerful men and powerful women. It's always let's bring down all these powerful men um, because they're bad because <laughs> they're bad. Yeah, yeah. So fundamentally, fundamentally bad. Whereas that's not even, that's not always true. Uh, you know? Yeah. So like if, I mean, what's, what's with the uh, horrendous shit that women do to men? Is it also like part of the patriarchy or is it part of the matriarchy? I think it's part of the patriarchy. Of course. The reason that women do bad things to men is because of the patriarchy. Because you have to have a, you have, it's again, it's it's Gerard one one. You have to have okay. a, a big scapegoat to blame everything on, and that that big scapegoat has to be one thing. It can't be a, it can't be there can't be multiple causes for it for such things. It has to be. Are you aware that thirty percent of all rapes happen from women to men? I don't know. I'm not aware of the statistics. No, I, I'm just. I, I'm, I'm just afraid to get into that that department that discussion, uh, Tom. I. No, but it's like. You know, everybody has their thing. You know, it's 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 about it's not about the thing. It's about something else. There's a deeper psychological issue. You know what you just mentioned, and yeah. you know, and 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 you know, it's like we we abdicated. We think we're so, huh? We think we're so objective about everything. Like everybody believes that they're so objective about things. Right? No, but didn't not. didn't I think we had we had a conversation like in one of the earlier episodes? It's like we abdicated kind of God and the Christian God, and then with Nietzsche, and then came the feminism. And what what feminism does it he it it re uh, institutionalized him again. You know, putting yeah. putting the big other, the big masculine other. I would look at that. At, I would look at that at a, at a different way. I would say that 
I mean, one of the biggest problems in, in the United States right now is is like father fatherlessness, guys with don't have fathers. And uh and uh and almost all of the school shooters, for example, are were, were people who had either no fathers or bad relationships with their fathers or right. you know, a negative as negative relationships to men. Um um so so uh so all of these school shooters are, are guys that didn't have positive male role role models. Uh, so so uh, you could say that that um, that that we need the patriarchy. That could be another argument. In other mm-hmm. words, we need positive role models for for right. for guys so they don't go shoot up schools. Uh, uh, and that the death of God is the death of a positive role. role you know, psychologically speaking, the death of God is the positive is is the death of a positive male male role role model. Right. So it's not always a nice thing. Um, yeah. Also, if you read Eric Neumann's book, I, I was really shocked by this. There, you know, in ancient Crete, there was all of these castration cults. The religion so of the great mother is is just as brutal or more brutal the religion of the great father. Because I right. do think that we've had a pretty patriarchal society in the in the past couple hundred years, male dominant, you know, in many ways, right? Um, but but then we don't want to exchange that for a matriarchal society either, because 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 then we'll have castration cults, right? Which is cancel culture. No, but you need to integrate it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, we need to have positive male and female. We need to have strong men and strong women, and you know, like the title of Camille Paglia's book, right? Strong, strong men and strong women. Not, yeah. not, not. Um, not let's bring down all the all all the men in power. Uh, no, let's let's let's. I don't know. That's kind of my my point, you know, which isn't against the feminism or what feminism has accomplished. Um, no, but if you talk about patriarchy as a system, you also have to h- highlight the the. Uh, if you take a model like this for granted, then you also have to talk about the positive things that came with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Which is something that's inaudible to a lot of people, right? Because they have a scapegoat. And if you have a scapegoat, you, you can't see anything, but, but, but the scapegoat. Right. You can't see. And the scapegoat is, you know, men with power basically. So why is that, Andrew? Because, like, I mean, Nietzsche said, the philosophy or anything that somebody kind of produces, it says more about the producer and the person itself than the world, you know. And you mentioned, okay, so maybe, maybe if 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 you have like this patriarchy thing, maybe maybe you have to look at your own psychological issues. But the the issue is, well, it's always like this, you know. We're always kind of projecting our our unconscious bias into the into the world. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, everybody, I mean, I just think because because men and women are fucked up, right? I mean, they're just wounded and afraid of each other and tormented by each other. And so then there's all these Oedipal things going on all the time. And right. so 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 there's 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 a. a, an anima, an attitude of animus towards men. And there's an anima, and and there's also a strong anima in the culture right now. So when the culture loses its its kind of definition roles of of who people are, and you know when the archetypes kind of fall apart, and we have this sort of fluidity of everything, 
Yeah. And then the negative, the negative of the inverse comes comes into play, which and the negative and the inverse, you know, you know, is, is sort of sort of angry women and and extremely effeminate men, right? Or, yeah. you know, it's just the it's just the inverse of the right. of the page of the of the negative patriarchy or the tyrannical patriarchy or or the it's just the inverse. It's mm. not actually the culture has evolved. It's just an inverse of of itself. For I guess for the culture to evolve and to to become healthy is is a return to to sort of a more complex version of 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 positive male and female archetypal um, modes of being. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, it's just the theory, you know. And what do we do with this? Is it you're, you're sounding postmodern again, Tom? This is where I, I often kind of, in a way, disagree with you when you just say it's just a theory. Like, well, it is just a theory. It's it's a theory. Why is it just a theory? I mean, does it correspond to anything real or that, that what? Does it correspond to anything real or not? Is the question. And how 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 accurate is the theory or? That's what I mean. Yeah. So, think... so there's a bunch of theories, and some theories are better than other theories. They're not all just a theory in terms of being equally as intelligent or not intelligent. But the yeah, but the question is if uh, the idea and the concept of patriarchy is an adequate description of our society. No, I don't think so. That's that's my opinion. But I think it's a bad theory, or 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 an inadequate theory, or. A, a theory that doesn't have enough conceptual nuance to it. Exactly. So that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's like it's a very broad, uh, you know, idea that fails to address all the complexities of social life. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an ideology, and an ideology is it is a distorted religion. Because, like, if for example, I was thinking about this. So if I mean, there are horrendous things that men do to women. I'm not arguing about this. But if if a theory like patriarchy is true, then you could point to an event which is only the result of patriarchy and nothing else. So if you if you if you look at a man hitting a woman and you say, "Ah, oh, that's yeah. patriarchy," right? Yeah. So so it couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be just a marital dispute or a psychopathic kind of guy or whatever. You. You, the problem with patriarchy is you kind of fail to uh, see where where it is. Yeah, you said that's the patriarchy, and that's so that's it. And you know, there's no other explanation for that phenomenon. Yeah, you know, and that's the problem. And that's why where I'm saying it's just a theory. Well, I would say it's not just it's just a theory. It's it's a it's a it's a poor theory that you could have a better theory. You know, maybe you can't have an ultimate theory, but you could have a better theory. Right, like you know, a better theory, you know, it would take in you know more. Would try to understand, like, well, first, you know, okay, so if you have tyrannical men, like stupid tyrannical men that are being violent to men, well, why is this happening, and what are all the different factors of it, and whether it be technology and you know and uh, religious dogma and you know, all kinds of things. So, so. apparently. Apparently, uh, it is way more often that women hit men than the other way around. But we don't see it that much because men are stronger. And if men hit, 
it has way more consequences. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and men don't report it that often. But in fact, in relationship, I mean, if, if I think about all my previous relationship, the, the, the woman kind of always were kind of, I mean, like, sometimes playful sometimes less playful when there was a you know it's like kind of kind of a uh physical altercation right mm -hmm. but but you know it's like because are you, like, you're saying you're a, you're a battered man tom are you are you a victim here have you been beaten yeah yeah no i'm i'm a very battered man yes no um i'm a weathered man that's something else a weathered man yeah <laughs> No, but yeah. it's like the, the idea that a that a woman that punches your arm or you know because she's angry that that happens all the time, but yeah. you know, but if a man does that, just because of the structure of a skeleton, his muscles, it's like the impact of that is way way more grave, and so yeah, but well, there's the act there, itself. I always I know that there's battered battered men and some of the women go to the gym these days and they become much stronger than the guys that do martial arts and you know there right. are pretty 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 strong women out there that can beat the shit out of me probably you know pretty easily probably so, <laughs> but but I but yeah I mean well it's you know it's obviously if a man is beating a woman is something different than if a woman usually in most cases than if a woman is like angry and punching a guy it's not the same thing yeah but what are you looking in most at? cases are you looking, at, are you looking at the effect of an act or if you look at the act itself because these are completely two different completely things yes uh, two things well the effect of the act is obviously what what matters uh, you know exactly um, but then the act of hitting itself is you know it's you have to see that but i guess that's the question of like the legal like legal versus contextual right or or um because it, it's good that we have laws that you can't you know beat beat somebody you know I think. of course and so that's just a law about the act that's so we have to have a literal thing but then there's the context which is often very different like was, was somebody provoked and, and in which way and you know but then there is there are absolutes and it's like okay don't you can't do that so it's it's probably more of an absolute for a man not not to hit a woman than it is for a woman not to hit a man i would say yeah yeah in most I, cases I mean, but not in every case of course right because there's no, but i'm talking about the nuance you were talking about the nuance and so when yeah. when there's this argument being made that well an uh, 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 an example for the patriarchy would be all the men hit, hitting women it's like okay what are you looking at exactly are you looking at the act of hitting or the effect of hitting because like women hit men even more yeah and what about all the men protecting women you know right with with you know with their lives in, in many cases you know in war yeah. so so yes it's complicated yeah no i mean i don't when people start to talk about the patriarchy uh it's like I, my my mind goes like what you know what are you talking about really i mean and why you know why do you have to why do you have to why do you have to use that i mean why can't you just you can talk about the tyrannical patriarchy or you can talk about uh you can talk about but a system well okay this is the question i guess is 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 this there, there are some systematic types of patriarchy and i could see that in, in saudi arabia right where women are right. literally oppressed like very literally oppressed and then there's liberal cultures where men and women are kind of like 
they've lost their traditional culture and they don't really know what to do anymore. And they're experimenting with all kinds of things. And so that, that's when confusion comes in. Yeah. Like we're pretty confused these days about, about what is a man and what is a woman. It's, there seems to be a lot of confusion around those topics to the point yeah. where, you know, yeah, to the, to the point where, 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 uh, yeah, and people are fundamentally confused about whether they're men or women, and 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 at the point where we, we question the category if the category even exists, right? Right. That seems to be a question these days. But isn't it is it a, is it a culturally constructed arbitrary category? Uh, is it just a theory that you're a man, Tom? Or well, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Is it just because of the patriarchy? No, isn't that like I was thinking about in, in the in the lines of uh, isn't that manufactured confusion? Like we were talking yeah. about media, like before the yeah, podcast, it right? is. And so and so you have like Chomsky who who talks about how media and Luhmann talks about this also how 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 media is kind of constructing the the uh, consent and 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 the the you know the the things that we are talking about. And so you have like you have like manufactured confusion about these things because but if you talk to the people, nobody really is confused about this. They're, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. even even the trans people are not confused. Yeah, they yeah. they know who they are, right? So you know, it's like nobody's really confused. Yeah. I, but I guess the ideological is it's a parasitical thing that it, I, the confusion is a parasitical thing that attaches. There's there's self-evident realities, but they're almost self-evident. And then even though the most self-evident realities are, there's a parasitical confusion that gets attached to that. And then people are kind of like very confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were some, and then you know, I, you know, I was thinking about. I don't know if you've seen the Bud Bud Light commercial, lady. Have you been following that? Mm, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't so, seen it. But sort yeah. of, and uh, and some of the messages I, I've, I've been hearing. Okay, this person is anti women, and then other people are saying, uh, this person is, uh, uh, you know, okay, she's so she's she's you know promoting trans rights is great and then other people are saying that she's but anyways the, the whole political thing kind of is like destroying the brand you know uh, the whole cultural war stuff it's just a parasitical it's a it's a bread and circuses that's what you mean right yeah it's because kind like of, why where is it's, the it's a bread and circuses to to get people uh you know uh, away from what really matters like who cares if people drink bud light beer and who cares if there's a trans person, um, you know, advertising it, and she seems kind of um, exactly theatrical and interesting, and maybe kind of weird. And who cares? Who cares? Like, <laughs> but but shouldn't we be thinking about more important things? Exactly, because it's like I mean, we talked about this. It's like kind of disproportionate. Yeah. You know? So you go you, when you're in Spain. It's like, and you have like. Uh, lgbtq day like every every other shop has the flag and it's uh, yeah sure it's great but i mean like in relationship to how many people really are affected so there's like kind of it's kind of disproportionate you know it's like the, the, there's a signal there and then there's noise 
and the noise is you know not proportionate to to the real issue yeah. there is a real issue sure but is is that noise proportional to this and i, I think like really isn't that neo isn't that really neoliberalism occupying um you know the trans movement yeah yeah to sell their stuff trying to sell everything everything has to be for sale or yeah i think that's right but then i'm always wondering you know it's like i mean where we're getting off the rails here but you know it's like if the argument that gender is kind of a spectrum true then why why isn't that also true that you know uh, uh um, transsexuality is, an, is, a, is on the spectrum so you have like people who like uh like let's say 100 percent, because like as this neurologist uh robert sapolsky said the brain structures are somewhat different and then you have on the other side of the spectrum you have like kind of uh, uh people that do that from out of other motives let's say you know why why is it a yes and no question without any nuance why why is it so far out to think that there are people with psychological problems kind of occupying that movement, right? Why is why is that a strange thought? You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's because I, I guess it's the idea that it's a vulnerable community, and and so if you're extremely vulnerable, then you're also you also have extreme power because we worship the victim so 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 the fact that these people could be because you know it used to be gay rights you know gay rights is just this was a, a powerful movement and then you know through law and stuff and now it's just a normal thing for there to be gay marriages and that's fantastic i think that's progress right i think that's like and then and then but then then where's then where's the radical new edge gonna be it just mm. keeps getting further and further and further and further and further, you know, uh, where's the radical new edge going to be? And so we all, we seem to have a need for that. Right. We need to have this new radical edge to be somewhere. So that's just where it is right now, I guess. Mm. Um, who knows what's next? But, uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, sure. Of course. I, I mean, uh, of course, of, of course, when 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 a culture is 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 supposed to be uh, oppressed and vic their victims, then then if you say anything against those people, then you're you're a bad person. So, you know, if you try to, you know, I think that I, I wish that it would just be like, okay, there's three categories: there's male, female, and everybody else. Why not just leave it like that? Why do we have to? Why do we have to be so specific about all these different categories? Why can't you just live and let live? Yeah, that. And additionally, why why are we as a culture, why are we drifting in this kind of uh attractor of of victimness, you know, and of oppression? So why I think we talked about this, like why aren't we a, a heroic culture, you know, that drifts you know, in, 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 a, in, a, in a different way where we can say, okay, we have some goals, you know, we, we, uh, we, we grow uh, by approaching and overcoming even more obstacles, yeah. you know. Well, Instead I think like, you know, the Rocky Heart Picture Show, uh, I think at that time, maybe the trans people in the trend, that was very heroic, the guy who was kind of like the, 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 the cross-dressing, flamboyant right. cross-dressing yes. guy 
who's 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 you know that's heroic there's something heroic about about those early cross-dressing people right it's there's something beautiful and heroic about about that and then it, then it becomes generic culture and then it becomes something you know then it becomes politicized and then it becomes but um but yeah i think there's there's i think the heroicism the heroicism happens where there's innovation and novelty coming but if every every single thing is a novelty then there's no novelty it's kind of like i think we've reached a saturation point i mean that's super interesting what you say because like if you look at this phase um and this heroic phase I, these people were like kind of thriving uh off of conflict and and they were kind of anti-fragile because you know they, they were kind of you know wrestling with chaos and that would make them stronger but yeah. now it's like oh no now i'm triggered and you know i'm offended and it's kind of the opposite you know it it, it should be the other way around that's what i mean Yeah, it should be heroic instead of fragile. You're not you're not heroic if you're always fragile. If you're mentally ill, <laughs> you know. Mm. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that 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 uh I mean there is there are large I guess I guess I mean these in these communities they're, they're one of the reasons that they're isolated communities is because there's probably a, there's a large amount of mental illness there. We have to we have to say that that's actually the case. Um, as as you were saying, so yeah, no, but I uh, feel I, like we're treading on dangerous. I'm not territory. saying just, I'm not saying that. What I what what I was saying is that I mean, um, Robert Sapolsky, this neurobiologist, and he he explained that that there's a part that that the brain is somewhat dimorph, you know, that the male brain is you know different than the than the female brain, and then that they analyzed the brains of in transsexual people. Right, yeah, and that there's the part uh, of the army. There's a part is concerned with identity and projects, you know, the electrical signals to the to the frontal cortex, and and the 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 male part, the male neurons is kind of bigger than the female parts. But what happens with transsexual people that there's a let's say a male body, but they yeah. have like this female part of their amygdala, and so uh -huh. their brain tells them that they're female. And same thing happens with female bodies when there's like a male part of the amygdala. So this is for me like a a, a, a hard science evidence that there are like transsexual people that has nothing. Oh yeah, to, yeah. It has nothing to do with mental illness or whatever. And also, they're 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 a very important part of culture and always have been, and they should be. You know, it's it's uh, it's the victimization, the the intense victimization, and uh, that we're talking about, not not the. Um... Not the phenomenon itself, right? So mm -hmm. and yeah, and that's what I was just saying. So there's a there's a spectrum there. Yeah. You know? Well, and, yeah, I, I, there's obviously a spectrum. I mean, like the, on on one side of the spectrum, you have the 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 alpha 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 male, and you know he's just dumb and violent. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have the the uh, the alpha female, I guess, and she's just. Uh, kind of like a, a sexual bomb and then in between that's me and you i mean we're not i mean you know I, what? I, i think i have a lot of feminine qualities and and then i have some mask you know intense i have masculine qualities as well and, and i think we all have that i 
I don't see what's wrong with thinking of them as feminine and masculine either, which seems to offend some people. They think it's like biological determinism or something, but. You know what I suspect? Male, male people are very, like I'm mother, male men are very motherly for what, for, for example, like, you know, or they're very like, they, they look after children compared to, to most um, mammals. So. So we all, we all, we, we can't function unless we have a both. If we're on the the polar extreme, we're kind of like a serial killer on one, one side. And then, um, uh, you know, a complete prostitute on the other. Yeah. You know, you know what I suspect? What? If you look at it as a, as a spectrum, right. And yeah. so you have like the hundred percent, um, trans people. Yeah. And you have the other the other ones and i would think i would suspect that the true transsexual people are still the heroic ones yeah because there's there's nothing that they have to you know they're they because they won't identify as victims they know who they are you know that's it's you know it's like if and and the farther you go to the other side you know the more insecure the people get in terms of their own identity yeah you know, the more the victim mentality just comes in. And then like every wrong word that you have to contend with, like rattles, rattles your emotion and your mind and whatever. Yeah. But I think like somebody who, who, who really knows that they are of a different gender than their body. Yeah. Indicates. There's also like you described the biological sort of reality of these people or like the hardwiring or whatever. But there's also the fact that, you know, if you do yogic practices, um, for example, uh, uh, you, you, you could, you're also changing your, your gender. And I remember this guy from Aikido, uh, he was an Aikido master. And, um, he said that when he was a young guy, he was a big muscular macho dude. And then over time, when he became a, an Aikido master, his body became entirely feminine and fluid, right? Yeah. This is the yogic process is to become the opposite of your gender, right? Oh. Yeah. And I also saw that in the monasteries, the women were very tough, like just like, a, the, you know, the cliche Catholic nuns are very, they're very aggressive, right? They're very mm -hmm. masculine. Um, and they, and, and then when I was in the, you know, the, there was the old ladies with beards in the monastery, and that they come in, become very masculine. And then, and then also, I saw the men becoming much more, much more fluid and and and, and feminine. So there is a way in which I think that, I think that, that, our biological sort of hardwiring if we if we are heroic we go through a transformative process where in ourselves not just in meeting the other where we we we, we go through some kind of gender fluid process um i mean yeah i don't know like like jordan peterson who seems to represent this alpha male guy has become quite a dandy recently as he's wearing all these suits and he looks very feminine and he cries and you know just as an example yeah although i don't know I, I i have a new theory so my new theory is it's also speculation but i think that you can see how much of the other gender you have integrated the animus or anima it, yeah. it shows in the way you can uh you can deal with the other physical sex organ the other physical sex organ <laughs> because it's like 
You know, have when to explain are, when that you, to me, Thomas. Yeah, when you are in bed, I've never heard theory. that theory before. Yeah, no, it's a new theory. So okay. a new theory. <laughs> Do you have some empirical research behind it, or, or no, no, it's just a theory. It's just okay. a theory. Okay. So if you're if you're in bed with a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so she doesn't really know how to handle your cock. You know, she gives you an end job. And then then it's like it's kind of, you know, she doesn't know what to do with it. So I would she, argue she just goes like she just starts going like this. No, no, it's too soft like or whatever. Shaking it around like she has no sensitivity. She's like, what do I do here? Yeah, no, she doesn't know what to do. Doesn't and know so what to I do would either. say her animus is not well integrated. I right? yeah, I see what you mean there. I, and so and so the other way around. So you have a guy who goes down on a lady and and he has to be very empathetic and you know sensitive you but have if to be sensitive if it's just like male kind of thing it's like then then it's not pleasurable for her and so he has to integrate his anima to really deal with the vagina i fully so agree with your theory Tom. <laughs> I, I, think, I think i think you've you've i think you're on to something struck gold. There. i struck gold it's, it's absolutely true because because yeah and, and and you know we learn this right we learn this because you know when you're a guy a young guy you don't know anything Right. And you just like, here I go. And then you're like, you know, why is this not working? Right. And then through trial and error, <laughs> you, you you get better at, at, at the business, right? Yes. And, and so 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 that's what, yeah, I think we need to we need to integrate part of the femaleness to become to become a good lover, right? We need to know what it feels like to be a woman somewhat. Or at least yeah. we have to have some sensitivity. We can't really know, but we have to have some sensitivity about what it means to be a woman. Or if you're a man, we have to have some sensitivity of, you know. Yeah. And then it's like for women too, because the amount of women with 35 that don't know how to give a proper hand job because it's like nobody tells them. And it's like, you, you know what I mean? It's super There's an educational, you know, uh, lack in our, yes, you, you this is the problem with education is you describe the equipment and you say what it does, but you don't necessarily give somebody some field work research. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we should do more of this field work research, I think. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. Uh -huh. Because you it's like we're... then you are with, with, with a woman that doesn't really she needs to she needs to understand how that instrument works and you have to be like kind of have to have a male approach to the cog to understand how to how to how to handle that thing and it's just yeah. like if you're just female about it like you know it's just like soft and that, that gets you nowhere you know that's what mm -hmm. i mean that's the mm -hmm. theory mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. I well, yes. I think we've we've we, we've come to the natural conclusion of this conversation. We've yeah. come to let's say we've come from our usual absurd, abstract, and and explorative to the, the to the the real to the gist of things. You to know, the, to the jism of things. <laughs> to the jazz. To the jazz. The jazz of things. Yes. Mm. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I think I think apparently jazz comes from jizz. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. To jazz means to. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I do. Wonderful. Yes. All right. So.